This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do you love listening to us? Well, you're going to love watching us even more. Because we're on YouTube, folks. Search Sex Talk with My Mom on YouTube if you want to watch this incredibly sensual episode. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. What does that mean? I think when I was quite young. What? Someone was, they were giving me a hand massage. It was quite sexual. How do you get and I think sexual? I, I, think I, I think I ejaculated in the movie theater. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother and I are talking about sex on a weekly basis for your education and entertainment. That's a good way of putting it, Cam. We're just so educating. Educating? Yes, we're okay. so educating. All right. For example, we teach people how not to do stupid shit in the bedroom. We do? Yes, we do. Okay. And we're going to do that in this segment called Make Your Partner Purr. 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 Presented by Like a Kitten. We're going to get into what Like a Kitten is all about. But what is the question of the week, ma'am? What is a dumb sexual thing you did when you were single? Yeah. You came up with this beauty. I did because I've done a qu- I've done quite a few. I, we phrase it as just the one thing, but there are many. Because I'm older than you, so I've done more dumb things than you. I don't remember one dumb thing that I've ever done. I can think of a few. We've- what the fuck do you think of a few? How about the time you broke your dick? That was not the smartest move. There you go. So that's so, what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll dive in first. Okay. That was actually the example I was going to bring up. Well, a lot of people know this story. And if you were a longtime <laughs> listener of the show, you'll know that within the first 50 episodes, we brought on someone that I hooked up with for an episode called The Ball Breaker. Oh, yeah. Episode. That, she was waiting for you to be called up. For she was. And the, the cliff notes of the story is that I hadn't had sex in... A long time. This is my senior year in college. And I was... Not much has changed. Not much has changed. The time, the time has gotten longer, I think. <laughs> and um, I was trying to make up for lost time. So when I discovered that this girl wanted to have sex with me and I wanted to have sex with her, I was like, this is a prime opportunity to have sex. And you were a horny little teenager. Horny teen. No, I was in my 20s. Okay, you're a horny little twenty, early 20s. Early 20 punk. Brain hadn't formed fully yet. I still would have done this today, but it was not the smartest move. Okay. Basically, I fucked on every every surface, every position I could ever imagine. With this one girl. I was on the bed. I was on the floor. I was on the chair. I broke the chair. We went to the <laughs> desk. And it, I was literally slingshotting condoms off of my penis. <laughs> I was just coming and slingshotting, coming, sl- slingshotting. What does that mean? I would, it just was a constant flow. Oh, you were just like coming and then jizzing in the condom and then pulling the condom up, and the stuff is getting all over the ceiling and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. The condom was not getting on the ceiling. All right, ne- uh, never mind. Go on. It turns out if you come seven times in a row. You did it seven times? Seven times in a row. You will end up in the hospital. As this is a did. thing. This is a thing that will happen because you will end up traumatizing your epididymis. I think it, you know, it's kind of like eating after a long period of starvation. Yeah. If you gorge yourself, you're going to end up hurting yourself. You're going to explode. Yeah. So you got to build up to seven times. I mean, maybe people can have seven times, come seven times if they're having sex regularly. But after a long dry spell and then seven times in one night, you're going to land yourself in the hospital with a fucking shot of antibiotics in your asshole. In your asshole? Uh, in your ass. In your ass? Yeah, it was the only time I got shot in my ass. Oh, I got you. I thought you meant like shooting it right into the asshole. I wasn't shooting it. You think it was like into the hole? I don't know. No. So anyway, uh, sneaky freaks. 
that's what we call, if you're new, that's what we call our listeners. So you're now an official sneaky freak if you're listening to this. If you want to hear that episode, it's called... The Ball Breaker. The Ball Breaker. Yeah, search for The Ball Breaker, you'll find it. And you'll hear what the recipient of your slingshots... She wanted to keep... She. I told her after I was in the hospital that I had this experience and she wanted to do it again. It must, must have been very good for her. Well, I don't think she broke her epididymis when she when she was experiencing this. And she thought it was fun. It was a fun time. It you're, was a fun you're time. You're just a fun guy, Kim. Thank you. All right. I think that was the first time you've ever called me fun. Oh, you're fun. I, I always have fun. You're, you're fun. You think so? Yeah, you're fun. I don't think so. Why would I do this if I didn't think you were fun? That's true. That yeah, is true. You're fun, but dude. you don't. You don't tend to think I'm fun. You're fun. What do you mean? I don't tend to think you're fun. You've told me. What? You, no, I you, want you. You to... told me once. I have another. I have another son who's more fun. No, I did not. You, I think you, you said that multiple times. No, I did not. What you're, what you're doing is taking something out of context. When, when you always talk about like these Tim. experiences that you've had, like that you got high and you did these crazy experiences, and I always ask you to get high and you never want to do it. I don't want to do it. Is this the normal mother-son way of looking at life? <laughs> Why are you always trying to get me high? I, I don't want to get high. I just think you'd be fun when you're high because you you know, you're fun and normally. That's what so I'm saying. You'd be fun, no, no. even more fun you when you're high. You just said I think you're going to be fun when you're high. No, I think you, I'm saying it as a compliment. All right. Go on. What is your dumb thing sexually that I'm you've bet, done? I've had a, quite a few. Yeah. I don't even know where, where do I begin? Um, one of the dumbest was when I left a party. I was upset and drunk. At a bar. Yeah. So I meet this guy and we started talking and he was really cute. And so I took him back to my hotel. Uh, this was, I was in New York actually. So I remember I was at a hotel and we were messing around and he tells me that he's a professional boxer. Oh God. That's potential for really getting in, into deep trouble, right? Why, why did you know that at the hotel? You didn't know that prior to going to the hotel? No, it's well, it it like the first thing you sh- you share with someone. What, what do you do for the living? Oh, I'm a prote- you didn't notice the body of a potent- of a professional boxer? I did. That's why I took him to the hotel. Oh my god. Well, anyway, we were just making out, and I I always, for whatever reason, think that guys are gonna be happy just making out, but apparently they aren't. No. Well, actually, you I tend you would be thrilled to just make out. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm. I, we need to get moving with the story, otherwise, we're not going to get to our sneaky freak responses. Okay. But basically, um, he decided that he would like to have sex, and I said, "Okay, fine. You know, as long as he wears a condom." Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is that he could not stay hard with the condom. Oh, classic. So he came up with this great idea: going anally. For whatever reason, he thought that my asshole would be more pure than my vagina and he decided he was going to go in anally and i said he's concerned about getting stis or something so he's like i'm going to do it without a condom but we'll do it in your ass so i don't get any stis he thought that was a great idea he thought that was a great idea and i nixed that idea okay very quickly not a dumb sexual thing that you've done at the time it was pretty dumb because the guy could have fucking raped me and stuck it in his ass in my ass without my now you know anything could have happened well it was dumb because you just didn't know him well enough how was I supposed to know him well enough when I met him an hour before? What hour before? What the fuck is going on over here? I just explained the whole story. Have you not been listening to the story? An hour? I thought there was a little bit of a lead up over here. There was no lead up. What? It was, you meet someone and take him back to the hotel? Just to kiss. Which just ju- to kiss. Which turned into a suggestion of anal. Oh my God. <laughs> and it gets a little worse. No. Yeah. Because then... <laughs> um, well, we ended up saying goodbye. We we couldn't make we couldn't come up with a good plan, so we decided to say goodbye. So I'm wearing just like you know my panties, and I'm saying goodbye to him. And I went out into the hallway with him to. I think I was going to just say another kiss goodbye, and he slams the door. So now I'm like in my panties in the hallway, with with the door slammed. You're with a fucking you know, psycho. And with a. <laughs> She slams the door behind you? Yes. So I kind of panicked and he starts laughing. I'm thinking, what a fucking asshole. And then it turned out that he had left the latch unlocked. So I was able to get back in. But that was a very roller coaster like experience. Have you ever talked to that guy since? Hell no. I don't even know what his last name is. Oh my God. I'm not even sure what his first name is. What the fuck, mom? (laughs) That's a very dumb thing to do sexually. Thank you. And that's our episode of What is the dumbest thing you did sexually when you were single? 
Oh my god! I was single at the time. I, I want to hear from the stinky freaks if they've done things that are stupider than hooking yeah, let, up with a boxer that you met an hour before. This segment should be called "Can You Top This?" There's a horror. It's it's horrifying. All right. I hate that. Did I not say it was dumb? That was dumb. I don't like that you went through that. that anyway, not the brightest thing I could have done. All right. You want to start reading off some of these, Moot? Yeah. This one was pretty funny. From Megan. Getting drunk and fucking a stranger in a bar bathroom. The only dumb part for me was not using a condom. So it sounds like the bar bathroom wasn't the bad choice over there. No. Have you ever fucked in a bar bathroom? Uh, I've made out in a bar bathroom. Have you ever shat in a bar bathroom? I have definitely shat in a bar bathroom. Haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like every time you go out? Most times I go to bar bathrooms. Have you I'll fucked a in a bathroom? I'm fucked in a bath. In any bathroom? Any bathroom. I've fucked in a bathroom. You have? Yeah, fucked it. What? I never knew this. Not in like a bar bathroom. No, but in a private bathroom. You did? In someone's bathroom? Whose bathroom? I'm fucking fucking jerking off over the toilet all day. Do you think I'm not going to fuck in the bathroom as well? It's not a stretch. It's just another person there. (laughs) Whose bathroom? If you fuck in a shower, you're fucking in a bathroom. That's true. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking, you know, along the lines of like the toilet or something. I've never fucked someone on the toilet, but I have fucked in a bathroom. Oh, impressive. Okay. Have you fucked in a bathroom? Of course. Oh my God. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I wanted to share one that Jeff shared with us. Okay. Oh, wow. This question brings back some memories. Go on. This is his dumbest thing that he's done sexually. Go on multiple dates each week with goals of stealing their panties just to sleep and masturbate with a bed full of panties fyi i don't go i don't do that anymore but i still enjoy my partner's panties oh this is someone who probably would buy panties oh definitely someone who would buy panties but this is an amazing thing i wonder the dumb what is the dumb part of this is it that he could have gotten you know he's stealing from people is that the problem here the fact that he's walking around yeah, with these I, used panties. I think it is a kind of a kink, but that's okay. I mean. So it's not necessarily the, the dumbest thing. I, I, mean, I wonder the, the theft might be the dumb thing. I just remember another little, another truth. What? That I was with these, my partner. We had sex in one of his brother's apartments. And by accident, I left, somehow I left my thong in, in the bed. In the oh. And I wanted it back. Oh, no. It was expensive. So what'd you do? Nothing. I just left it there. You, they obviously found it. Yeah. All right. Just thought I'd share that. It's a dumb thing. It's another dumb thing. Okay. Are you ready for our next sneaky freak? I am ready. Okay. Melena says, the dumbest thing I did was hang out with men that didn't like to go down on me. I agree. Have you been with men who don't like to go down on you? If, they, if I was, I, there would never be a second chance. <laughs> Done. Would you, you w- would you be happy if some girl just like, yeah, go down on me and I'm not going to suck your dick? I have been with someone <laughs> who, who did that, wasn't so pleased. And I, I, try, I avoid for a long time the whole going down thing. On either end? Either end. You just would go right to the fucking? No, 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 no. You, you would basically avoid all sex? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, until I really know the person. Yeah. I, and, and I can trust them and we've had a lot of discussion. And I, I tend to avoid... If we're going to the bases, third and fourth base. Oh, yeah. Oh, first and second is okay. <laughs> no, I'll use my hands. But basically, I like to keep it. I you like, like finger be, banging is what Yeah, I saying. like to keep it very, uh, very juvenile first. Just juvenile. to keep it. Just, Why is it juvenile? You know, what are you, back in middle school, high school? What is oh, this? Oh, you're the, doing the dry humping because there's some dry humping. Dry humping yeah. and shit. Because I get, I get too neurotic about the babies and the STIs. Right. So I just, until I trust him. I'm not surprised. So anyway, I, I mean, hang out. I do like going down on people, but I, Thank you for I have to trust, that. you know. Anyway, Raylene says, well, I let my guy best friend eat my kitty meow meow. Meow meow. While he was in a relationship and told me he wasn't interested in ending his relationship to be with me. P.S. We're still friends to this day. I wonder what the dumb part is about this. I felt the same way that Raylene felt. That if you don't go all the way, you're not really cheating. It's it's a faulty way of thinking. Oh, you think that was what the the, the yeah, thought she's, was? Oh, I see what's going on. So then she it gets difficult with the whole situation. It's basically yeah, it's whatever you consider having sex. Like you consider third base having sex, second base, first base. I, the whole thing is sex to me. 
kissing the sex too? I, we, 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 we talked to Chris Donahue. He's like, every there's always a sexual uh, to any relationship, any act, any you're always in. There's always sex in the in any given relationship in any you know. We don't even need to be touching each other. What There's about something you, sexual. And, you and your grandmother? Would that be considered sex? It's a highly sexual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Nana, if you're listening, don't. She, she is not listening. Trust me. She, she is uh, too busy thinking about me sexually. Tom, our elder statesman. I like the way you always call him the elder statesman. He's not that much older than me, by the way. He's our oldest sneaky freak. Okay. He's 70 years old. He says... My dumbest thing was getting a BJ while night driving on a wet, winding mountain road in a national forest. We'd been skinny dipping and the lust was still running rampant. Slid off the road. Fortunately, she didn't chomp down and we were able to push the car out of the ditch. Spoiled the mood, though. Oh my God. That's a thrill seeker. Tom is a thrill seeker. He was the one that was fucking jerking off in the trees. Remember that? He likes to be free in nature. He's fucking free as fucking nature. What is he doing? I love that. You, you I want you want to go with Tom and fuck in the trees like yes, little monkeys? I would love that. He mm. really is living one with nature. He is. <laughs> He's a man of nature. He's like Tarzan. He's just swinging from tree to tree with his cock. Cassie says, I used to enjoy showing off, flashing people for birthdays, skinny dipping, flashing people to distract them and beer pong and making out with friends. I don't Sounds see, like a fun friend. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't see any mistakes made. What's what's wrong with flashing? A little flash? Nothing wrong. I love pulling out the nip. You? Get drunk, you pull out a nip. Why not? not you're not exact. You like to flash all the time. You like to walk around <laughs> nude all the time. Speaking of nude, we have to get back to that soon. What? Well, we were nude the other day during our uh, Oh, yeah, we're going to get class. to that. There was a lot that said, there was like Fio who says, I let strangers raw dog me with solely an oral confirmation they were STI clear. Yeah, a lot of them had to do with um, not wearing condoms. A lot, of the, a lot of raw dogging. I would like to read one. Okay. Amanda said, despite knowing this dude was a creep, I went to his house because he had MDMA, which by the way, MDMA... Molly. Is basically um, ecstasy. It's Molly. Yeah. Molly, ecstasy. Yeah. Are they, are they the same thing? No. Okay. Ecstasy anyway. is Molly cut with something else. Oh. Usually Coke. Well, MDMA is my day. MDA, I thought you said. Same thing. Okay. Anyway, she wanted to do some. He begged me to have sex, but I didn't want to, although he ended up shaving my pubes for me. What? And painted my nails for me. Oh, my it God. It was awkward, but I finally got home safe the next morning. They become what? a cosmetologist? What the hell? Wait, moral to the story, don't go to the barbershop unless you want your pubes trimmed or don't use people for drugs. I don't know. I think both of those are good morals. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is smart. Don't use people for drugs. Or just use your to get your pubes shaved. <laughs> Maybe we'll end with Kenzie's. How about okay. that? Yeah, Kenzie's a little My sweet. dear friend Kenzie. So many to share. I got fingered in a movie theater packed full of families watching Cheaper by the Dozen. How does she remember the movie? I don't know, but I don't think that's that dumb. Why not? You're in a movie theater, it's dark. Who gives a fuck if families are on? Have you ever fingered someone in a movie theater? No, but I I think I did have an orgasm once in a movie theater. What does that mean? I think when I was quite young. What? Someone was, they were giving me a hand massage. It was quite sexual. How do you get sexual? I, I I, I think I ejaculated in the movie theater. You're that sensitive that if someone massages your hand, you have an ejaculation. No longer. But at the time, I was extreme. Could you imagine me? You know how sensitive I am now. You could imagine me when I was an adolescent. Oh, my God. So sensitive you could look at me, I would ejaculate. Do you remember the person that you ejaculated with? Absolutely. Who is it? I'm not going to share that information. That's confidential information. Oh, my God. Absolutely. You don't get to know that. Did that person know that you ejaculated? It wouldn't surprise me if they did, but I don't think they know. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Kenzie goes on to say, had a threesome with a couple, which was their first sexual experience together after breaking up for several months while on a year-long road trip together. The sex was honestly pretty great, but it got kind of messy on the emotional side of things. Oh, I don't like being the buffer in this situation. You feel like you're the the, the fluffer? The no, buffer, no. not the fluffer. <laughs> the fuck? You would probably like this shit. 
in a fantasy. I don't know. In reality, I think I could see where that would be very awkward. Like you're, you're, I remember hearing another podcaster talk about her threesome and didn't know what to do when the when the extra person was done. They wanted to get her out of the apartment. Yeah, but didn't I thought you had this? You love all of like the breakup sex and all sorts of shit like that. Like where where after we break up the re the I do rejoining. like that. So imagine that, but you don't have to go through the breakup. You just they're enjoying it with them. There's still an extra person there. They got to get rid of it. You are the extra fucking person. Oh, I'm the extra person. Yeah, that, that's the thing. No, I I don't I, I don't know. I, I you think that's a dumb thing or no? No, I don't think it's dumb. It's just it's just putting myself in an uh, uncomfortable position. Well, which maybe that's why she thinks it's dumb. Eleanor Roosevelt said, "Do something every day that scares you." So maybe I should do that. <laughs> You're gonna have to find a couple that broke up that wants a threesome to get back together. Yeah. How about you? I've never done that. <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah. She also said she's rode people on floors that have left her knees scabbed and or bruised and sex on the beach. Just don't. Agreed on both of those accounts. She also says she loves Cam's uppers. Oh, that's why you want to read that one. I, I was just saying that's she a good. She loves cams up. She loves cams up. Did she say anything about mom's news? That wasn't referenced actually. Okay. Yeah. That's why you tend to read the, your favorite comments. No, I'm just it just happened to come up. So that was our segment of make your partner purr by like a kitten. If you guys would like to join us in our next question of the week, all you have to do is text us. We have a text line. Text us at. 310-356-3920. A big thank you to Like a Kitten for sponsoring that make your partner purr question. Hey, Cam, the other day I was doing a live stream and someone mentioned that they had to go to a like seedy, gross sex toy shop. And I thought, why aren't they going to Like a Kitten? Like a Kitten is a one-stop shop that will send you all of your erotic essentials and we absolutely love them. You don't go into the store. That's the beauty of the whole thing. The store comes to you. That's exactly right. Right now, they have a BYOB box. It's build your own box. I love that. You get to choose one item out of each six categories. You got toys, beauty products, lubes and cleansers, and lingerie, which I have a lovely bathrobe that I chose. Yeah, because it can be overwhelming. If you don't know how to put an erotic night together... You might not know what would be fun to have around, and this will push you in different ways that you were not expecting. Right. You can even get nipple clamps. Yeah, or you can. they have games, which are pretty fun, that will encourage you to do different sex acts if you want to get dirtier or something like that. And, I love that shit. And I got to tell you, it's a good deal. What's amazing is that the box only costs $79, and some of the vibers are alone. Retail for $79. Right. So the entire box of six gifts is a steal. Huge steal. They gave me this silk robe that I love wearing. Oh, you got a robe too? Oh, yeah. No. One more thing about Like a Kitten. A portion of all of their sales goes to charities that focus on women's empowerment. Yes. So you can feel good about feeling good. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash mom or enter code mom at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash mom or use code MOM to get 20% off these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash MOM. The link is in the episode's description. You know, one thing that is underestimated that can affect your sex life in a big way is your mattress. 100%. If you've got a shitty mattress, you're not going to want to bring someone back to it. And you're going to be squeaking and everything's going to be loud and annoying and uncomfortable. And then to sleep afterwards and be horrible. Not to mention the sleep you get afterwards. That's what I'm talking about. We recommend Helix Sleep for your mattress needs. What? Why do you like Helix, Mother? Because it's, a mattress is not one size fits all. It's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You got to find the one that works for you. And Helix helps you do that with their quiz. I took the quiz. They asked me a bunch of questions about the way I sleep, my preferences. They have exact mattresses for your particular body. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. People my age, that can happen very easily with menopause. That's exactly right. I was recommended the Helix Dawn Lux mattress. I would be very confident bringing someone back to my home. No squeaks? No squeaks, no nothing. And it's extremely comfortable. It's a, it's a really high quality mattress. And I love sleeping on it. 
So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again, and you'll get 100 nights risk-free. So if you don't like it, they'll come pick it up. And right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash sextalk. That's helixsleep.com slash sextalk. You can go to that link in our episode description and get your $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. That's a deal. Yeah. Yes, mother? Just wondering... What's been going on in your life these days? Uh, well, one thing that occurred was that both of us showed up to meditation class naked. Wait, you just uh, just you didn't explain anything. You just went right to the the punchline there. That is a truth. That first of all, I weekend. was not naked. You were naked. And, 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 <laughs> and second of all, it sounds very weird to say that. It sounds like we were in the same place and we're both naked, and that's weird too. So. You need to give a little backstory here. For our longtime listeners, you know that we we attend the same meditation class. In different locations. It's a Zoom-based, it's on Zoom. You have to mention that first. So, you know, it's right on Sunday mornings. So usually, I'm not wearing any fucking clothes. And I don't go on the video. It's just audio. Right. What, I'm but, fine with this wh- at this why point. Why are you always naked? On, on, I don't understand that. I usually have my boxers on. I roll out of bed. I'm wearing boxers in bed. So you're having boxers. At least you're not completely nude. That's right. Okay. But when I, usually when you start the Zoom, you opt in to the camera. You say, I want to turn my camera on. Right. So you think it's off automatically. But this week they switch it up. Yes. And it was on immediately. Yes. If I fucking get in there, not wearing anything. <laughs> they don't see, you can't see my boxer. You can just see my complete bare <laughs> top half and my knees are like kind of folded so that you can see my naked knees. And I realized my camera's fucking on. <laughs> and I call you. And I, because and you gave me the, the same code. I gave you the code to come into the meditation class. And I said, Mom, the, the camera's going to be on. No, and you didn't say, Mom, I the said camera, that, I it said was I already just, on. I said, I just joined naked. And you laugh at me. And then I see your camera pop up. And it's fucking, you're in a bra or something. I was in a sports bra. I was about to do yoga. And I didn't realize the camera was on either. So we're both like semi-partially dressed. Immediately, we both switched the cameras off. But what the fuck? We're just popping in naked bodies into the fucking meditation we class. We started laughing so hard, it was hard to calm down. There's such, they're such um, you know, hippies that they probably would have been fine with this if we were completely ass naked in the classroom itself. They probably wouldn't have known a damn bit of difference. And I bet there were other people that were not wearing clothes on top either. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's, there's no cameras on at this point. It's gotten very low and low. Anyway, so that was an interesting way to uh, start, start meditation. A, start a meditation class. Were you able to like switch back into meditation mood or you're still laughing? No, I was fine. I, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I just kept laughing. That was fine. There was something. Are you trying to entrap me? What? Are you trying to entrap me? What's that mean, entrap? You sent me a text. This week, use it, and it was a picture of someone who followed us on TikTok. And you said, "By the way, you guys, you should definitely check out our TikTok page of Sex Talk with My Mom because it's blowing up. It's literally going viral." You said she just liked our video. This is our latest fan, LOL. And I look at her, and it's a it's a pretty girl. So I said, "Oh dang!" <laughs> and then you respond, "What? She's nineteen." the fuck is that what is that First set of all, up 19 is legal i just thought this it was just like she's she looked like a wild girl and she was following us i'm like this is an interesting person to be following so us. i said lol i know i don't know why you sent me that i got all nervous what are you trying to trap me in this shit i you know sometimes i have so much going on that i don't really go into explanations for text i just send them out why, why? and then you said because we have a, di- a diverse array of listeners that's right so you have young 19-year-olds that you Up wanted to show like me? Tom, the swinging monkey from the trees. The 70-year-old sneaky freak? Yeah. Why do you send me pictures of, of pretty 19-year-olds? I didn't realize that and I wasn't looking at her looks as much as I was looking at. She looks like a wild chick and she was... It doesn't matter. Anyway. I don't need any of this fucking incrimination. Trying You're trying you. to fucking trap me. In what way? Are you trying to make me say some shit about some, some young girls? I'm just not doing anything of the sort. Next thing you know, you're going to be fucking sending me fucking child porn or something. Oh, for crying out loud. As you know, we are sponsored by Beducated. 
they're not even sponsoring this episode, but I'm just saying that it started to impact my life. What is it? What's going on? Because Beducated is kind of like the Netflix of sex ed. You could they have all these courses of different sex things that you could do. So you have found a way to I know what's going on here. What what do you 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 wanted to masturbate and you're thinking, well, if I do this, it's work related, right? No. Because they're sponsoring us ever so often. I'm not trying to masturbate. I'm trying to learn. You're trying to learn by masturbating. I'm not masturbating. You're bringing the masturbation. I didn't even start with the masturbation. Right, where are you going with this? First of all, I took a class by Marla Stewart called The Art of Sensual Kiss. Because as you know, we identified ourselves as sensual. Yes. So I said, I'm, I'm sensual guy. I like a sensual kiss. I learned some shit. About kissing? About kissing. And one thing she says is, if more people were honest with themselves... They would know whether they were sexually compatible with someone based on the kiss alone. I agree. She did add a caveat, which was you can work with a partner and change to develop sexual compatibility, but you can also tell how open they are to changing their sex based on their openness to changing their kiss. What did you think about that? I mean, I, I've ascribed to this for a long time. Basically, if I kiss someone that I really like, I'm going to feel fireworks all over my goddamn body. And my, my head feels hot. I think I'm going to pass out. It's like, I think I need to rush to the hospital usually. Oh, that sounds so fun. That's if a, it's a really good kiss. <laughs> you feel like you're going to pass out? So, yeah. I actually, with my ex-girlfriend, I said, I need to go sit down right now. Oh my God. I couldn't even drive afterwards. You're very sensitive. It's very intense. Did, what uh, she if I'm do? not feeling a connection. So she's having a good time and all of a sudden you're going, I'm going to pass out. because I I'm just having... sit down. Well, I guess it's a compliment to her that you found her that sexually stimulating. Well, if I don't feel that connection, then you, you know, feel it could revulsion. be a pheromone thing. I could even find the person attractive and it, it, it if it's not right, I will feel nothing. Like kissing my hands or something. Pheromones really make a difference. There's some crazy shit going on. Yeah. You know what's interesting also? What? I can experience this type of chemical reaction even with people I know I shouldn't be in a relationship with. Oh, that's why people always go with people that are, they don't have anything in common with, but yet they have good chemistry, and I don't get that either. It's also not good. So then... So to me, the kissing is like a dance, and sometimes you have to lead, and sometimes you have to follow. What about the fireworks? What the fuck is going on with that shit? Well, it, yeah. I mean, you have to be able to dance together. What? What? what you're, we're on two different trains right now. You're thinking chemistry. What you're the thinking fuck smell. is the fireworks? Well, you are very... You, you've got a strong sense of smell. I'm not talking about smells. You said pheromones that smell. No, it's more of like... It, a total connection. It's a total... like The sight. When all you, the senses are aroused. I'm talking... You experience the tingles in your head when you kiss someone. Well, for the new person more so than someone I've been with for 14 years. But yeah, even so, you know... Even I, with, so you experience that with people that you're not like totally connected with too? Yep. You feel it all the time? No, I have, I'm in a monogamous relationship. I'm saying before, when I was people, single, when yeah, I was single. Any new person, you're going to experience some of that shit. Listen, two things. One is I can tell when a person walks in the door if I'm going to be revolted by them, okay? But okay. conversely, when I'm, first time I kiss someone, if it, the kiss is electric, and especially if I'm high, <laughs> there's a lot of chemistry going on. I don't know if I'm going to faint like you. But that it, you, you pretty much experience that every time you have a first kiss? No. Depending on who the person is and the chemistry is there. The chemistry has to be there. If it's not there, you're not feeling the electric kiss right off the bat, is it worth continuing forward? That's a good question. That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, sometimes people can learn to kiss better. She did say that. Marla, Marla the sex educator on Beducated, said, yeah, you can you can work with a partner and see if they can you can change to develop sexual compatibility. But if you're like kind of like, like I described last week or the week before about the St. Bernard kiss, if you're like that with the person, it's hard to stop that from going on. I don't. I kind of think you can't really develop it. I think it's either there or it's not. Or you can just kind of help the person know what you like. Like I like a closed mouth more than open and things like that. I, it gets into all this in the course, and uh, uh, you know. It, so you're disagreeing with Marla? No, I, I. she says if more people were honest with themselves, they would know whether they were sexually compatible with someone based on the kiss alone. The pheromones are very interesting. We should have a discussion about that in a future date. We're still not getting exactly to the crux of where I want to get to with the where, whole kid, right, fucking electric where the fuck shit. Do you want to get to? But the, it's fine. We can move on. You're asking about fireworks. On. I'm asking about the You're fireworks. You're asking about roller coasters. I'm asking about the roller coasters. You're asking about bungee jumping. I'm asking about the bungee jumps. You're asking about something that makes you terrified. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We can move Thank on. Thank God that your partners are, are going to be understanding of, of what? Of your extreme sensitivity in all senses. 
they're going to be grateful for one thing. Yeah, that and you pay you know, attention. That's exactly right. And they're going to be grateful that I took the educated cunnilingus course. Oh, my God. Which brings me to my next question. Oh, my God. I took the whole educated cunnilingus course. Uh, I learned some shit I was not expecting. Did they tell you to do the alphabet? I know 11 different techniques now. Oh, my God. 11 different things I could do with a vulva. Well, this is good. I learned techniques you wouldn't even imagine. Should I play this tape for D's? You should definitely. I learned a fuckload. Unbelievable. But you have an attention span of longer than a minute. These, these videos are actually pretty short. And they're, I mean, it's quite stimulating. You're learning. It's literally the most interesting class I've ever taken. You're very, like, excitable right now. When I went to Stanford, we were required to take a humanities course. Yeah. Everyone, all new incoming freshmen had to take a humanities course. And there was one that was called, like, sex, you know, our culture, whatever, some shit. Most popular one. You were like, oh, you need to take that one. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, my mom says I need to take it. Maybe I'll learn about <laughs> sex and how to have it. I get there. There's not one fucking class. There's not even a discussion about how to actually have sex. I was no, expecting no a educated course. No one teaches people how to suck dick or. That's what I wanted to learn. Not, not necessarily how to suck dick, but <laughs> how to eat some, some pussy. And I could, they didn't teach me that at all. I was learning about fucking Foucault, all sorts of shit on and gender and sex. and all. I mean, it's interesting, but I wanted fucking sex education. So anyway. I had. There Are you was now one, the master? I I think I'm actually quite literate. Literate now. Okay, so they have. They, what are you they doing with that orange? So I have an orange here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice. You'll see. They give you. You know, they give you lessons. They tell you all these different techniques and all sorts of shit, and then you have to go and you do the fucking moves on it. Are you going to start eating the orange right now sexually? I just, there's one technique that I wasn't sure about. Oh my god, what? And I was just wondering if you think this is normal. I don't think it's normal to be holding an orange. What What do you think? What, what, what's wrong with holding an orange? <laughs> I don't think it's normal. It long. makes you uncomfortable I'm holding the orange? Yeah, I don't know where this is going. I, well, I don't just think go I like with me for a second. Right, I, there's one go. technique I just need your advice on because I, right. I they mention it and it just seems a little odd to me. What? So they have, you know, there's a bunch of shit you can do. You can lick, you can fucking bite, you can you know, blow, all sorts of shit. But there's one, they call it the buzz. Okay. It's... So this is what it looks like. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. And maybe you can describe what it is to the okay. listeners. Tell me if you think this would be pleasurable. Okay. So this is the vulva. Yes. This is my mouth. Okay. Okay. That's like when you're a little kid, you used to do like that motorboat with your mouth. Like a zerbit. Do I think that would be pleasurable? Yeah. I don't know. That didn't. Is that, that a nuts? Isn't that a? I mean, if I'm with someone, I suppose that that could be considered fun under the right circumstances. If I just start doing that though to someone, so I don't. In other even, words, you've it, already come to the conclusion that you couldn't do this. I could do it. Then what? But you, I, I, is it going to cause? Is it gonna, someone going to be surprised if suddenly I just am starting start spitting? <laughs> while I, I'll tell you one thing. I don't like when porn teachers just spit on the clit and all that shit. I don't like that. At what? All. Are, what about the buzz, Cam? All I can say is the next girlfriend you have, try it on her. If she likes it, go with it. <laughs> But that's a that's kind of a bold move just to start doing that. They're, I would, like, I would say that's advanced. Is that? That's an advanced technique. I wouldn't start with that. I'm that wouldn't the, be I'm my go to. I'm in the fucking deep end with the sex education. I'm so shit. happy that you brought with the orange to demonstrate I'm, you motorboating on an orange. I'm going to be taking the tantra course next. I'm so happy for you. I love it. By the way, we're not we're not even sponsored this episode, but I wanted to say if you guys want to learn with me, you'll get seventy percent off of Beducated by going to Beducated.com and using code SEXTALK. And learn how to motorboat an orange. That's right. Anyway, um, that w- I, I, I've been, this is literally, I, I go home. This I, I, I take sex courses now. I'm I'm thrilled. I was thinking crypto courses no. or sex courses. I chose sex courses. All you need right now what? is a fucking partner to do it with. I know. I know. Go find somebody. I'm going to be pretty good, I think. Sneaky freaks out there. If you're interested, Cam is an official professional motorboat on an orange. Motor baiting, motor boating professional. Motor boating professional on an orange, and he could do it on you. Just raise your hand, and he'll be there. I mean, I told you, I'm hesitant to use these this skill set. It's like a, it's like um. Oh, it's superpowers. It's a superpower, but it also is a superpower. You could. It's not that they even tell you in the course you should do this with people that you trust. So you you know you know. 
You don't want to freak them out when you start blowing. No, it's about orange. STIs and safety. Oh, and, here we you go. Know, health, making healthy choices. Yeah, you should make a healthy choice. Anyway, Mood, I am obsessed with Everly Well. Oh, I'm well aware of that. For you sneaky freaks, Everly Well is a website that offers at home lab tests that gives you physician reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness all at an affordable and transparent cost. I took a food sensitivity test, people. Oh, yes. And guess what? Yeah, you can share some of my findings. You go, I did notice that I get (laughs) headaches when I eat too many eggs. That's true. So maybe it's the egg whites. That's exactly right. This is what I need. The food sensitivity test corroborated the fact that I have a high sensitivity to egg whites. I had no clue. I just thought I was crazy for getting these these headaches when I eat these eggs. But it turns out it's the egg whites, not even the yolks. This is a dream come true for you. I love Everly Well. They have over 30 tests to choose from. Not all of them are food sensitivity. No, they I just have, took a men's health test. How about their STD test, well, mother? Well, that for you is a dream come true as they well. They send you STI panels directly to your door? Are you kidding me? It's really a gift. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, you mail your test back to a certified lab. In just days, your physician-reviewed results and actionable insights are sent to your device, and you can share the results with your primary care physician to help you guide next steps. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing, including myself. And me too. But I mean, what took them so long to come up with this? This is a great product. Phenomenal. And for listeners of the show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash sneaky. That's everlywell.com slash sneaky. Remember, sneaky is spelled S-N-E-A-K-Y. For 20% off your at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash sneaky. Go get tested. Speaking of spit and as lube, what? I've been noticing this Oh no! In, in like, you know, on Chatterbait. There's what? a lot of what do you mean? Wait, wait, you just throw that in a chatterbait. I, yeah, well, on the webcam chat- sites. What do you mean? What now am I doing? Now you're going into the cam sites. I'm bored at home. I'm taking sex classes. And I'm fucking, what do you think I'm doing afterwards? Going to chatterbait? Yes. How much money are you spending on this? Oh, Is this it's part free. of it's free. A chatterbait is free. You don't go into the little chat rooms? No, I'm not going to fucking chat rooms. It's automatically show up. I'm not tipping that shit. Anyway. You're <laughs> going to cheap chat rooms. Cheap chat rooms. They're using the spit. They're, they're spitting in their hands. They're spitting on the vulvas. They're spitting in the, on their toys. I mean, what's going on with the spit? I don't know, Cam. I don't watch Chatterbait. But people are spitting as lube. Because they see that as... They think it's a that cheap guy, lube? No, guys watch porn. They see that. Do you think it's... It, it came it, from porn. Is there any concern, like any anything? You're, bacteria from bacteria your mouth? Bacteria from the mouth you're getting into the vulva or anything? Well, you, does it matter? I know somebody said something about you um, doing HGT, by the way. HGT. I mean, HGT. The home, the home shit, the fucking <laughs> development. Ameri- yeah, somebody said something AGT, about you. America's I thought Got I'd bring talent. that up, by the way. Should I bring it up right no, now? No, because I'm curious about this lube. Is the spit. I don't like it. What's, I like- the, what's the difference? I'm going down on a girl with my spit yeah. and my tongue. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is why I'm kind of being safe about it. Well, Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, I, I'll let you know what Beducated tells me. I told me. you about the guy who drooled in my mouth once when he was on top of me. I almost threw up. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, my God. Not a turn on for me. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to hear what people think about it. I think it's there's there's going like, to be spit, obviously, if you're going down on someone. But do you want someone to go, <laughs> a loogie on you? No. We got a lot of questions that are floating, a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up. So yeah. if you want to contribute, give us a text at 310-356-3920. I'm curious about the buzzing technique. If you'd like that, I'm curious if you think what your thoughts are on spit as lubricant. <laughs> and I'm curious if you think that if you don't experience electric chemistry when you kiss, if you should continue on with the uh, romance. You have a lot of concerns. Um, uh, not a concern. There's a lot, a of, lot questions. of questions. I come with questions, mother. Well, Francesca on YouTube said, this MF, I'm assuming motherfucker, was an AGT, Water Fountain Boys. Ew. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. You so know what? Well, I, I'm kind of curious as to why you are finding it disgusting to, to spit on a lover, but not to spit into a guy's mouth on, on, a, on a multi-international platform. Like I don't think America's it's disgusting. I don't think it's disgusting. What do you think it is? I just think it's, you're exchanging a lot of biome 
Well, how you do it? this? So you really have to trust the person. You you know, I, I kind of want to be in partnership with them. What? Can I have this floor, please? Yeah, go for it. Why is it okay for you to be spitting in each other's mouth and America's Got Talent? It's for the left. So then there are circumstances. So, Anything for the left. So just to have sex with someone is different. Correct. The oh. laugh is way more powerful. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'll do anything for the laugh. You, you ha- you're very um, contradictory in some of your thoughts. What's going on in your life, mother? Well, I had an interesting experience. What? Well, you all know, as everyone does, that I go into groupie mode. I don't know what happens to me if I see a celebrity, especially a celebrity as big as Brian Cranston. Wow. Yeah. You did see a play with Brian Cranston. It was phenomenal. It was called The Power of Sale. I can't believe you remember that. I can't either. It just came out of nowhere. I was like stunned just now. Anyway, we saw that we were front row center yeah. for Brian Cranston and Amy. I think her name is Brenaham. I can't pronounce her name or whatever. She's also a famous actress. So I'm watching the show and afterwards it's a small theater. So we were able to actually go meet the people on stage. Yeah. I asked you if you'd come over and you said no. Yeah, I wasn't going to go over there. Your sister refused, but your sister brought with an entourage of other women yeah. that were watching the show with us, some of which I didn't know. One in particular named Erica. Oh, my God. You're calling her out I'm right calling now? Her, I'm calling her out. Oh, my God, Mom. <laughs> well, I just want to tell our sneaky freaks what happened. Oh, my God. So, apparently, I have no control of my groupie modeness, and I walk, march right up to Brian Cranston, and I say, oh, my God, I was in the front row. And, and he goes, was I spitting on you? And I go, yes, but that's okay because I'm triple boosted. So he had a little laugh. Okay. okay. We're, 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 Banter. And now I am thinking to my, and I said, I love you, of course, as Walter White in Breaking Bad. And he's like, thank you. Like probably everybody asked that book. And then I said, and how do you, he's, he was on stage for like at least two hours straight by himself. It's amazing. At one point. And how do you memorize all those lines? And he goes, I have many different techniques, and I'm still learning. And he chuckled about it, you know? Okay. Anyway, so we said our little goodbyes, and I said, oh, can I get a picture? So we have a picture, which I'll put on our Instagram, of us wearing our our masks. It's very cute. Okay. All right. Anyway, I was in rare form walking back to the group. and I Proud peacock. Proud peacock. Because everybody was like, don't go over there, don't go over there. And I'm doing the one, two, three. I didn't say don't go over there. You just didn't want to come with me. Right. I was actually a proponent of you going over there. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to take a picture of Brian Cranston? Go take a picture. I did the five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. I'm not going to blow this opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Go on. So I announced to the whole group, proud as a peacock, guess what? I asked him, how do you memorize all those lines? And before I had a chance to even say what he responded, Erica announces, you said that? That is one of the dumbest questions you could ever ask. The she actors, says it's the worst thing you can ask. The worst thing you can ask. Ask anyone. Ask any actor. They hate when you do that. And I just looked at her and I said, I don't give a flying fuck. That's what you said. I don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. I loved it. I was so proud of myself for saying that. You I, didn't give a fuck about talking about Brian Cranston. You didn't give a fuck about telling you that you shouldn't have asked that specific question. Well, you didn't give a flying fuck about anything. A lot of buzz was going on then. All the people were like stunned. That this- I was, I literally was floored <laughs> that this girl was willing to say that to you. You are the elder statesman in this situation. Yes, where's the respect these where days? Where's the respect? There's no respect. I was stunned. Unbelievable. That's a thought you keep to yourself. Yes. That was unbelievable. And I'm glad you you're, you were inspiring. Really? You're like, yeah, fuck it. I don't, you think I give a fuck what you think or Brian Cranston thinks? I'm going to go up there and fucking make it. You're taking this. You- <laughs> I'm taking my sweater off. I got so hot and bothered. I'm taking the old sweater off. You know what? It was like an instantaneous response on my part. It's like, who fucking cares? Who gives a rat's ass? You know? Fuck them. Anyway, I guess later on, uh, the several members of this little group said, what the hell is going on with that girl? Yeah. And, and then later on, she was apologetic. All right. Not to me, but to other people. All right. Sometimes, so she's, you know what? I can relate. Sometimes you just have a moment that you shout things out without realizing it. I think she had that moment. Yeah. And then my instantaneous re- response was basically, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the highlight of my week. No, that, it really was fun seeing them. And later on, of course, I saw this Amy, whatever her last name is, Brenda Hamill, couldn't have been sweeter. What? You went up to her and asked her if it's a dumb question to yes. ask how you memorize your lines. Yes, You're just I did. keeping the ball rolling. I just was curious as if maybe I was wrong and maybe it is a dumb question to ask. Oh, my God. Although I don't think there's ever a dumb question. I think curiosity is wonderful and I think that's how you learn. So if you don't ask, you're never going to find out. Is it, time, it. is it time for 
Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news is the segment of the show that might not be as good as Cam's uppers, oh. but it's the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know information. What do you got this week, mother? Oh my goodness. This was this was fascinating. I just couldn't believe it when I was reading it, and I thought maybe I should share this with you, Cam. And for all the sneaky freaks, this is not something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's in one of my favorite. Actually, it's not even a tabloid. It's the Huffington Post weird weird news. Oh, okay. It's Brit- weird news. Weird news. British model turns pieces of her labia into designer jewelry. No way. Yeah. What does this look like? I I literally I mean it, it's incredible. She is it is it beautiful? It reflects her personal style. Okay. So she, she it was kind of empowering for her because she did she have to chop off her genitals? Well, no, this is what I'm saying. She had to remove a cyst, so she wanted she underwent a labiaplasty. Oh my god! Yeah, you you if you want to play a little bit about that, but it basically it turns out she saved some of those parts. Oh, and removed during the surgery and turned them into a one of a kind choker. So that's why I wanted to show you this oh little necklace god. over here, reminding me of the choker. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and she took a little like it looks like Instagram and said, "What do you think of my bespoke crystal labia necklace, my darlings?" So she didn't sell. Did she sell it, or she just u- used her her own? I think it, she, it's probably for her own. She, yeah, for her own collection trophy. For overcoming the pain and experience that that uh, that it caused her, and also she she also has her old breast implants, and unfortunately the surgical fluid they restored and turned gray. So I wanted to long a long term solution for preservation. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so she this does is like a chemist she does over like here. a bedazzle thing. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, and she no longer is using. This uh, is like intense, like arts and crafts. Well, back in 2015, she went viral for a video extolling the supposed benefits of sperm facials. Oh! This is one crazy chick, okay? But she did finish the choker about a month ago and currently wears it around her neck with pride, so she doesn't sell it. Would you, would you A, do this to your own labia if you had this type of thing done? Okay. She did it for a medical purpose, so I'd obviously have to do it for the medical purpose No, but as well. would you ask to preserve it and create a necklace out of it? No, I would not. Okay. Second, would you... Buy this if she put this on sale. No, I would not. Would okay. you? No, I wouldn't wear some, someone's labia. Either, what are you going to say? Oh, that's a cool necklace. Where'd you get it? Oh, is this some British model's post-op labia? I wonder if she can get a lot of money for it, though. A t- are you kidding me? It's a one-of-a-kind. <laughs> definitely a one-of-a-kind piece. She can make an NFT out of this thing. Well, and actually, it shows like how she does it in this video. So I think that's, that's it. A, that's it's a very fascinating news today. I thought it was very important to share that there I'm are surprised. things that you can do with, I mean, body parts that you remove. Do you save them? Do I save them? Like, I got my tonsils removed. Yeah. I, I did create a little bracelet out of it. <laughs> I you go you bedazzled your tonsils? Bedazzled the tonsils. It kind of looked like balls, and I just kind of... Carry them around with me wherever I go. I mean, like Buddy's balls, for example. Yeah, the multi Buddy's balls. They couldn't even find them. Yeah, they were so small that they're like they were little diamonds. They were little diamonds. What if we saved and bedazzled Buddy's balls? It would have been great. That would have been a big hit. I, I, I should have asked the veterinarian for those. That was Mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. Thank you for that, Mom's news. I thought you'd appreciate that. It's the time of the show that you've all been waiting for. The time of the show where you you realize that you're. Your your clit and labia have been buzzed all over. Yeah, because you, you motorboated them. You motorboated you. Your fucking cock is is so fucking erected. You, it feels you need, you get a lingam massage. It's what? Cam's uppers. Cam's uppers is, is the, the place, place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's uppers. Cam's the uppers. segment of the show where my I share something near and dear to my heart that my mother typically finds revolting. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding about that. Revolting. No, not or, revolting. Usually it's um a little lengthy. Lengthy or girthy? Uh, it's not really girthy. It's more like sloppy time. Sloppy time, which is Yiddish for sleep Sleepy time. time. So okay, if you guys it's Kim's If you guys all want to go take a potty break, this would be the time to do it. I will share something. It's not so groundbreaking, but it's something near and dear to my heart. What is it? As you know, my mother knows, you might not know. I was experiencing some loneliness, some depression last week. This happens. People experience this. 
And uh, I decided to do a little solo walk without using technology. Oh, I couldn't do that. Left the phone in the car. Oh, no. Completely off the grid for a good hour and a half. Hour and a half. This is like silent meditation. Yeah, I walked around by myself around the reservoir. You know, people are out there. You know, I, I was just feeling kind of blech down. And I was pushing myself, be great. What am I grateful for? I'm trying to come up with some shit that I'm grateful did, did for. Did you think about your mother? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Thought about my mother, thought about, you know, all the things that I'm grateful for in my life. But I wasn't being really moved by them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you can say it like, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for all the wonderful food that I have. So nothing really wonderful home stood that I out to you. No, nothing. I mean, it was just, I just was saying it. I was going through the motions. And then it changed it to what is some negative shit that is not present right now? What, what am I grateful for that is, you know, I don't, I don't need to worry about right now? And what did you come up with? Oh, there's all sorts of people that annoy the shit out of me that weren't present. They were not present? Yes. Were you thinking of me then too? No, I was not thinking oh. about you. But, it, you know, there's a lot, there was, I, it happened to be a time where I wasn't experiencing a lot of anxiety with regard to work or my relationships or things like that. You didn't have any leukoplakia on your tongue. No leukoplakia, I probably did. I didn't even think about that. But anyway, it was an interesting thing as opposed to thinking about what am I grateful for for having in my life? What am I grateful for for, for not having in my the life? The negative space. The negative fucking space. And I started, it, it really, I started thinking in a completely different way. And then I was, because you can never appreciate the good without knowing what the bad is. That's right. And you can appreciate not having the bad. And so I was walking around. I was very different. I, I had, an, I exchanged a nice smile with a beautiful girl. I could change my whole day. Oh, it was wonderful. I, I, I mean, so I recommend that. That was my cams uppers. If you're I having trouble it. accessing what you're grateful for in your life, what you're happy to have in your life, think about what you don't have in your life that you're happy is not in there. That's right. Yeah, this cams uppers. Cams uppers. Not so boring. No, you know, remind me of a time when I left you at nursery school. I mean, <laughs> the fuck? You're happy that I was no. gone? I felt terrible, but I forgot to pick you up in, at preschool one day. The fuck? Yeah, and they called me, and I got in touch with me. I came to pick you up, and I was really upset. And I told, I called my friend, um, Adrian, and I said, Adrian, I feel so shitty. I forgot to pick up the kids. It's her son too, by the way, from preschool. And she said, well, think about all the times you remember to pick up preschool. And that really hit home. I love that. Sort of like remember that most of the time you don't fuck up. That's great. I like that Conversely of what you were thinking of. Love that. That was Cam's Uppers. That's Cam's Uppers. Swoot, we've reached the end of the show. I want to thank everyone who makes the show possible. In particular... Our Patreon members. Our Patreon members. You little sneaky freaks that we love so much. It seems like... What are you going to say? Our Patreon members keep our lights on. They do. They allow us to pay for the studio that we're recording in. Which, if you're watching on YouTube, or a TikTok especially, for sure, and Instagram, you will see that it's a class act. It, we get to use better microphones because of this. Better lighting. Buddies not around. Barking. That's a, a very good thing. So we're very grateful to be in the studio and it's mainly due to our Patreon supporters. Yes, so, it is. And we appreciate you so much. And so, if you'd like to join us, do you know how to do that? Yeah, join us on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And welcome back to Kenzie, back on the Patreon team. That's very sweet of you to join us. Thank Kenzie. you Thank again. you very much. We do look at our Patreon messages. Patreon gives you access to our back catalog of never released stuff. So you can really get some good education and entertainment by doing that. As well as our Discord channel. We do have a free Discord, which you can you can check out in our show notes. But you can also get uh, all these bonus channels. And we have Zoom parties with just Patreon-only parties that are really fun. We play games and we get to interact with you guys. So it's Phenomenal. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It really helps us out. Join us. What else helps us out is your Wait. ratings and reviews. We and we have one today. Would you like to read it, Cam? I'll read it. This has five stars. Getting hooked. I love that. Love what you two are doing. Very light and fresh. I laugh out loud a few times per episode and can re- relate a lot to the content. Couldn't get better than that. Is that amazing? That's amazing. Relates a lot to the content? I like to hear that and I like the laughter. And light and fresh. This is all, these are things we're going for. If you're enjoying this, please do us a solid. Leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to this. And please share this with a friend. Do you want to tell them how they can leave a rating and review? Go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. Thank you. I knew that. I was just testing you. And do you want to share how they can share this podcast with a friend? Copy link and send it off. Or you can check out our TikTok. And oh, then share you guys, a little TikTok thing. 
do a do a stitch with us, do a do a duet with us on TikTok. You guys are gonna have a lot of fun watching us on TikTok. It's blowing up. We have one particular clip that is four point one million. It's fucking nuts. Just if you follow us there, you won't miss any of these. We put them up every day, and they're high quality little clips from our podcast. You get to see everything we do. A special thanks to our videographer Dale for making this all possible. That's right. I guess he's our editor now, not their videographer. Yeah, we Special got thanks doc, to doc, Joseph, our videographer, Dr. for making this possible. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Self Tapes. Self, I said Dr. Self Help. <laughs> I meant Dr. Self Tapes. Thank you all. Thank you, Moot. Thank you, son. Yes, of course. And Love let, you. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and preserving your little labiaes. Labiaes. Oh, labiaes. Sounds like a dog or something. Well, preserve them and bedazzle them. <laughs> <laughs> Love, Love you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.